Hello, everyone, and welcome into the first ever episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Tom. I'm joined today by an exceptional panel of NRL fantasy footy enthusiasts. On today's show, I'm joined by Daniel, Charlie, and Sam. Not with us, but a huge part of what the show will be are Josh and Mr. Top 100 NRL Fantasy himself, Lockie. Um, guys, how are we? Daniel, how are you going? Yeah, good, Vermo. Yourself? Good to yeah, be good, here. Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, glad, glad to have you. Glad to be here. Glad to have the crew together. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Charlie, how are you Pretty going? Thanks. Excited for another season of fantasy. Yeah, how good. Ready ready for the sleepless <laughs> nights. Sammy D, how are you? Yeah, mate, good. Ready to suck at fantasy all for another year. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's that, that's that positive energy we like. Can't have the self-esteem too high, brother. <laughs> mate, that's what we want. All right, we've got a lot to cover in this first episode. Firstly, we're going to start with um, the rule changes going into the, the new season. So uh, NRL 2021, it's going to be bringing a few rule changes. Daniel, what are they? Yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll just start with the, the more fantasy-relevant ones, I guess. So uh, they've actually introduced the six-again rule for any 10-meter infringements. So any of those like pesky offsides, uh, six again, just keep it going. Huge. You love to see. Huge. Yeah, I reckon it's probably really going to suit your your fullbacks and your your hookers, really. Like your Damien Cooks darting out a dummy half um, when they get that that offside penalty, and then just taking on the line, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you're running. Yeah, you're running nines like Appy Corrissau, Reed Marnie, those sort of guys getting in around dummy half. I reckon it's going to be play beautifully for him. Oh, can't wait to see Mahoney doing that, doing oh, that dart out a dummy half. Oh, classic paraffin. Nice, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, righto. Uh, I guess we'll go to the next one. So the um, when the ball goes over the sideline now as well, uh, they're just doing a play the ball restart instead of setting scrums, which is a good change. I think that's kind of necessary. Stop the stoppages. Keep the ball you rolling mean, kind of you stuff. You mean they're getting rid of those genuinely tough, forceful scrums that, that were definitely doing heaps for the game? <sighs> yeah, that were. Wow. Wow. God, I'm sad to see that one go, huh? Yeah, been pretty dead for a while, hey, the old scrum in league. Yeah, yeah. But just wait, there's a, there's a rule change later about scrums. You, you're going to love it. Don't worry, I'll get I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> it's just, well, the only, the only thing is just going to, the only thing I can think of is this is going to take away from the old structured backline play from, off, the, off the back of the scrum. Like you know? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the only thing it'll take away from. But I guess, you know, keeps the game flying, keeps the that's ball in it. play. That's the thing. At the start of the season last year, they implemented the the moving scrum, did they not? Like the you could have it yeah. sideline yeah, yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of the field, and yeah. teams actually used it as a strategic play. Like how they're just getting rid of them more often now. So yeah. what, what what are they used for? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but yeah, I was gonna say, like I to be honest, like there there was, there was you know like Melbourne Storm were quite good at it, Penrith Panthers were quite good at it, but there wasn't a lot of teams you know scoring tries off the back of. Uh, of of those, you know, set scrums and that sort of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how the play the ball goes and that sort of jazz. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's it pretty wasn't... useless these days, though, because, like, it's not as effective as, like, rugby union or anything like that, where they actually, like, force back each other and everything like that. There's yeah. no real mm. need for it now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, we'll talk change. about that one a bit yeah, more later. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. And then there's the other fantasy-relevant one, uh, the... Uh, handover, oh, what is it? Sorry, the. So when players play the ball, if they don't do uh, a proper play the ball, it's just mm. a handover instead of a penalty now. 
Because you know, if if players just rolled it between their legs, that would be just giving them Andrew Fafita, shocker for that one. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon he'll be. I reckon he'll be the one that 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 benefit uh, that benefits from it the least. I reckon we'll see. <laughs> right, seriously, mark my words. <laughs> you heard. You heard. You heard it here first. My first bold prediction. <laughs> the old touch rules, just drop it and run. Yeah, drop it and run. Yeah. Yeah. Loves it. Yeah, really. That's that's just about it for all the actual fantasy relevant ones. There's not really that many. the The, the biggest one is probably the six again for ten meter infringements. That's really all that's going to actually quicken up the game, I reckon. Yeah, um, play the I can play. go through the other ones though. Yeah, no, yeah. Talk, talk us through it. Talk us through it. Look at the play of the ball. I know you guys though. are excited. <laughs> I've wait. Sorry, <laughs> what's that? Like the play of the ball. Uh, for like handover for play of the ball. It's going to be like looked at for like three weeks and then they'll just forget about it. It's like playing the ball with their foot all over again. Yeah, but it's not, it doesn't include the, the knock ons though. That's a different one. So knocking it on, playing the ball is different to not trying to play it at all, apparently. So apparently they're two different rules. Yeah, right. Mm. Well, that's my understanding anyway. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, no, no, I trust you. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate that, mate. Um, nice, the, mate. The other one that, I think it's going to be revolutionized, revolutionary for the game. Is the uh, two-point field goal outside of the forty? What you back it? You 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 reckon it's going to be revolutionary? No, absolutely not. I think <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sucked me in! Oh my god, I bit. Oh, I bit. Um, I, yeah. No, I tend to agree. I think unless you break we'll it, it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> I easy easy. No one no one talks smack about Greggy. <laughs> um. Yeah, the the only time I realistically think we'll see it is is a couple of minutes before half time. Correct. Like I just yeah. think teams taking a shot before half time. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, uh, may, maybe there's a dire situation where you where you you know you you're down to it and you, and you run the risk of you know, but I, I I can't see too many you know halves stepping up and, and having a crack at it for forty with with the game on the line. Yeah. You know, ra- I mean, rather than trying it through the hands. You could imagine like Panthers grand final situation. They they're stuck on the fifty meter line with ten seconds left. Cleary grabs the ball, tries to hit it from sixty meters out, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Look, if you're look in the half, you're just gonna try to like bomb it and see what happens. Yeah. You're not gonna try yeah. to hit a, a miracle field goal. Yeah, if if you're if you're the Panthers, I'm bo- I'm backing a bomb for Kickout or, or Crichton over over a Cleary pot shot from fifty out. But that yeah. but that's just me. Sure. But that be. But that being said, it's it's like it's like that you know the dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. Sixty, 60 out down two. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. But look, I, look, I, I can see yeah, it exactly. being, I can see it being just before, um, I can see it being a you know a bit of a ploy just before half time. How how many fancy how many fantasy points is it is it going to carry? It'll probably be the same as a field goal. I assume it's the same as a field exactly. goal, right? Like yeah. it's, yeah. it is okay. Yeah, so it's five exactly. points. Like it's. Not not fantasy relevant at all. You might get one a year, maybe. Yeah, maybe well, we get clear with one. I was going to say it's probably going to be your Cleary, Cherry Evans, and probably maybe Adam Reynolds. But his his boot's not massive. It's accurate, but it's not massive. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see who. But you know, <laughs> in before everyone starts doing it, and it and, yeah. it's, and it's a regular thing. <laughs> it becomes an actual tactic. Of, yeah, yeah, every, yeah. You know, and everyone goes up by twos. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Look. No. I. I tend to agree. I can't. I can't see it being a massive thing. Yeah. May, maybe. Maybe like your your big boot sort of guys. Like may, maybe even Latrell comes into play for South or something like that. Takes a couple of pot shots just before half time and a few games. 
Yeah. But it's it's also it's also so situational as well. I reckon you know. It, yeah, the thing it's from forty. Like it's yeah. pe- teams struggle get it kicking forty twenties, let alone yeah. bloody forty meter field goals. But well, that well we, we we didn't see a single twenty forty last year, did we? They brought that rule in. We didn't see a single twenty forty, did we? No, I didn't. No. Oh, not that I can remember. There probably no, was. There, there was probably yeah. It's probably one or two, but there's nothing. Certainly nothing big that I can remember. Yeah, I mean, if you're kicking from your 20, trying to reach 40, you're, yeah. you're struggling already, really. I was going to say, it's kind of a wet-weather footy tactic, and that's about it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Anyway, getting on with it. Um, yep, yep. The The other rule was that the bunker's actually going to review every uh, try now. I love yeah, this. I love that. I'm a big fan of this. Big, big Advocate. fan. Advocate? Yeah. Big fan. Bring VAR into the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh stop! Like killing tiger. the EPL, Dunham. What's yeah, going on? Tiger. Easy tiger. It's got um, less. It's got less room to destroy the NRL than it does in the EPL. Well, we don't rule for offside. With the um, with with it reviewing, they they brought it in for the back end of last year for the last few round games, and look, it, it went relatively smoothly. Smoothly, I would have thought. I saw it. Um, you know, it's it it forces the referee to make a decision on the spot, and then obviously, you know, they 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 check it. Everything gets checked, but it forces the referee to make a decision on the spot. Then everything gets reviewed. Which, and if nothing else, it does it it should it should speed things up. No, oh, I don't know if it'll yeah, speed things yeah. up, but I think it I think it's it's good for the game. I still think they should be checking every try if it's inconclusive and you can't like make out who scored the try within like two or three minutes. If they've scored the try or not within two or three minutes, then you know, just play on. If the referee's given it and they're confident to try, let's try. It's simple as that. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's we're in the day and age where referees are scared to make decisions because of the backlash that they'll get. Oh, and but they're gonna cop it because it just lifts yeah. their shoulders. Hundred yeah, um, percent. You're gonna yeah. cop it from you, Dunham. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's a it's a very NFL method. They've been doing it in the NFL for years, you know. The referee must make the call. And then they go upstairs for everything. Everything's review- yeah. well. Most plays are reviewable. So if it's a try score, I've got I've got no drama. Think back to a couple of years when um, Uate knocked the ball on over the try line to beat the Knights. That just they the the referee gave it, didn't go upstairs, and because it can't be reviewed, try the Knights lose on on a knock on. So yeah, you know. So I, I I'm I'm all for it to be honest. It forces the referee to make a decision, and if it's the wrong one, it's it's you know fixed quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, uh, anyway, next any, rule. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're probably this, taking a bit too long going through these, but I think these ones are actually quite good. So the there's now a rule that if what's that done? This injured players rule that's coming up is the yeah, best that's, rule of them. I love it. Yeah. So uh, any injured player that goes down and the trainer asks the referee to hold play has to be interchanged. Has to be. So it takes an interchange right. off your team if they stop play. Okay. And the Storm are going to struggle. They're going <laughs> to struggle so, so much. The master manipulators, they'll find a way. I wish I had stats on how many times this has happened and the play has oh, gone man. up and just carried on. Grand final, grand final, perfect example. Vunavalu gets 80-minute cramps 30 metres out oh. from the play of the ball and they mm, waves yeah. his hand up and they stop it. It just slows momentum down for Penrith. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why do you bother? It was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those tactics that they were using towards the back end of games. It's like your your Kenny Edwards play, you know, 
they are <laughs> you got a player in the backfield that's cramping while the players you got while the team's got the momentum and they're like six behind. Up, oh, pull up, Kenny. You got a cramp. Yep, you've got a cramp. Yeah, yeah. strategic cramps. Correct. Now they have to stop, or they have to sub them. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes an. I like that. Takes an interchange away from them too. Yeah, I like that. Which I like that big. rule. That one. That one's clear cut. I like that one. It's too easy to manipulate, so they they sorted it out. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, big deal. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, There's actually yeah. another rule around scrums. Mm-hmm. Um. So, for breaking the scrum early, referees can give penalties now, or give a penalty straight away if they don't. If if they call break, if sorry, if a player breaks before the referee calls break in a scrum, it's an instant penalty. But the receiving team can actually um, not take the penalty and replay the scrum. And you might think, right. why would they do that? They're getting a penalty. But if it's broken again, the player is sin binned. Ooh, all right, oh. Andrew from Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 already <laughs> take, I already took a pot shot. I already took a pot shot. Lay off. <laughs> I already took a pot shot. All right, Can't keep going back to that well. Going, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Obviously, they, they brought it in for a reason, so it must have been happening a fair bit last season. I, would have thought I don't that. think it's going to be used in any circumstance, really, other than if you're inside the 10 and you're just trying to get someone sent off, um, or not mm. sent off, sin binned for repeatedly breaking. Like say it's like seventy minutes in very badly, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, that's short and sweet. And then the other one is, you know, if your captain's challenge is inconclusive and they can't determine if it was correct or not, you just get your um, unsuccessful attempt back, similar to like you know the um, test match cricket rules. Yeah, okay. clear. Yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah. That that one's fair enough. Yeah. Again, yeah, clear and concise. That one's fair enough. Yeah. And that's um, really it. I don't know why I spent so long on it, but there you go. No, the people deserve to know. <laughs> I think the good thing with like the, a lot of these rules is it's all there to like speed up play. So those players, like especially when you're looking at fantasy, those players that have like fitness and play those 80 minutes are going to be really good options because everything mm. is going to be so much quicker now. Everything's going to be so much more like testing on their fitness as the players. So it's definitely something to look at too. Hundred percent. Thank God Charlie's there to bring it back to, to fantasy. Now, now in terms in terms of fantasy rule changes, not just in play rules, in terms of the fantasy scoring and all that sort of stuff, what are we looking at for twenty twenty one? So there's two main changes well, two changes for fantasy this year. So the first one is forced turnovers. So four points are now going to be given for turnover tackles, intercepts and steals. Um it's not probably gonna make a huge amount of difference, but there's certain players within like that are definitely gonna be able to get you some more points throughout the season. So it's going to be interesting to see how that one turns out as well. Who who were who were the, the turnover kings last year? Who were we looking at as the, as the main culprits that, that, that could um, benefit? Jake Clifford had 12 turnover tackles last year and Jerome Hughes had 13. So those are two. Halves? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Um, yeah, okay. And then there's other like notable players like Josh Hodgson, um, Tom Jaboyevich as well. So, some, yeah, good options. Looking yeah, okay. at Looking at Tommy Turbo, he played seven games and had six turnover tackles. That's a yeah, huge pretty stat. Pretty good. Gets that throughout Where the whole season. He's going to score what an extra four points a game. I was going to say, as if Tommy Turbo yeah. needs any any more ways to score points. Boy, how he got a weapon. Yeah. yeah, just need to keep him on the field now. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, God, oh boy, did I suffer last year. <laughs> I did it. I did it tough with no turbo. Oh boy, yeah, don't don't want to talk about turbo trades no. from last year. Please. No, 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 table. no, no. It made me sad. Yeah. Um. Cool. Any any other fantasy specific rule changes yeah, going into so this year? So there's now new positions. So middle forwards and edge forwards. Um. So mm. there's no longer front rowers and second row positions. So they've been replaced by these two. Um, it does mean that there's going to be fewer dual position players for this season um, because most of the prop and lock players will only be playing within one of those two positions. Um, so any dual position players that are left are going to be probably picked up pretty quickly if you're playing a draft. Um, it'll be pretty valuable as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where are we? That's, yeah, okay, that's a massive change. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked having I rely the, like, on yeah. dual position players. Nathan <laughs> Browns of the, of the yeah. like. Mm. Yeah, Isaac Leus, those late round sort of guys that are always there. Playing is easier for, um, for yeah, people new to like draft and stuff. Saying that like it's like if if it you're like oh your easier. forwards are made of middle and edge, like it sort of makes them easier to find and like on the yeah. Well and... Yeah, so I think it's simpler. For those who don't know, what 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 do we mean by middle and edge? Who who comes under the middle bracket? Who comes under the edge bracket? What what positions? Yeah. Oh, I can talk to that if you want, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's far away, far so, away. This is this is why I think it's going to be a bit confusing for say players, say people that have been watching the game and haven't been doing fantasy, I guess. So your front rowers, your your eight and your ten are your your middle forwards generally, and then your lock, your number thirteen, is also a middle forward classified now when previously it was a second row forward i guess um and then your edge forwards your 11 and 12 generally if you're looking at the team list of a of a squad mm. uh so players that can play generally front row and lock like nathan brown as you said before um generally had the front rower and second row attack last season and now they're just you know your standard middle forwards right um now in terms of those dual positions do we know when they'll be uh, finalising the duelies? Do we know what the breakdown is of the rounds when they when they update the, the dual positions and whatnot? Um, I mean, they have a couple at the moment within, like, the rule change page. So they, like, Angus Crichton, Cameron Murray, Chohu Harris, um, Tavita Pangai Jr. So there's a few, like, that will still be dual position. Um, yep. But I don't know if that's a full list yet. Yeah, okay. It's going to be interesting who gets the new yeah. classification. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Tell you what, Tohu Harris is a dual position middle and edge. That's yeah. good. That's Boy, good. howdy is it. We'll, we'll get back to that later anyway. Yeah, Future point. 100%. Guys, I think we wrap it up there. I think, I think um, does anyone else have anything to add on those trials games or, or anything rule related? That seems pretty good. I'm just happy for footy to be back. Oh, me oh, too, get mate. Excited. Me too. Very, very keen. Um, guys, thank you so much for, for, for listening to the, the very first episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. All our socials will be linked in the bio. Feel free to give us a follow. Please, we're desperate. We need approval. We need attention. <laughs> um, anyway, my name's Tom. I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thanks for being here, guys. Thank you. Thanks, um, Bermo. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Tom. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our full 2021 season preview that's coming in the next few weeks with full team analysis and price breakdowns, as well as our release schedule for the full season, which will include two shows a week, 
with previews and reviews. Thanks, guys. Catch you next time.